you're listening to Divorce Happy Hour with Christina Previtt. Today, I wanted to talk about ESP. We get a lot of questions about ESP. If you're going through a divorce, it's something that you will most likely have to go through. And when it comes around, a lot of people get a little nervous because they don't know what it is. So I'm going to tell you what it is. It stands for Early Settlement Panel. And at some point in your litigation... So it means you have filed a complaint and you're in the court process. You will have to do ESP. It's generally intended to be after you have finished discovery. And this isn't a show about discovery, but a brief explanation of that is it's a time period when you have in the litigation to exchange documents and information that you need to help you reach a settlement. So when you do all of that, presumably you have discovery done, You have all of the information that you need to be able to make an intelligent and informed decision about a settlement, and you're ready to to try to settle. So ESP gives you an opportunity to do that. The court likes people to go to ESP because oftentimes it's the first time that anybody has actually talked about settlement, which is unfortunate. Here at New Jersey Divorce Solutions, we try to start talking about settlement very early in the process because the sooner you settle, the sooner you stop spending money on legal fees and the sooner you can move on with your life. But sometimes people can't do that early in the process. So if ESP time rolls around and you haven't settled, you will have to go. It's generally about six to eight months after you have filed a complaint. So what happens at ESP? It's at the courthouse. So you will go with your attorney to the courthouse. Yes, you do have to be present. Your spouse will also have to be present with his or her attorney. And you will report to the courtroom, and the judge will take roll call. Make sure everybody's there. Make sure the parties are present. Make sure attorneys are present. And usually they have two panels. So the ESP panel consists of generally two attorneys, two family law attorneys. So they're usually experienced family law attorneys who have been doing divorces just like yours for a long time. And you'll be assigned to a panel. And then everybody will go out in the hallway and they'll wait. They'll wait their turn on the list. When your turn is up, your attorneys will go into the conference room and they will shut the door and they'll have a private dialogue with the attorneys that are on the panel and what that is intended to do is be an informal dialogue about the case about what are the issues in the case where have you agreed on things where have you not agreed on things why haven't you not agreed on those things what's the holdup and you know what are the party's respective positions and it's really intended to facilitate a discussion and have two neutral people in the room who can offer some guidance and a neutral opinion about how they think the matter should be resolved. And I should also tell you that before you get to ESP, your attorney will have to prepare what's called an ESP statement or an ESP memo. And again, it's very informal, but it lists all of the issues in the case and how you propose to resolve those. So um, if it is the first time you've talked about that, you should make a realistic 
settlement offer there. And if there are certain things that you can't resolve because maybe discovery isn't quite finished and there are some unanswered questions, you could simply state that in the ESP memo. So the panel does have those memos before the ESP starts, and that's really the basis for the dialogue. So when your attorneys are done talking to the ESP panelists, they'll leave the room and the panelists will have some time alone with each other to talk privately about what was discussed and reach a consensus as to what their recommendation would be. And then when they're ready, they will call all of you in. So your attorney and you, the clients, would go into the room at that point. And that is when the panelists will tell you what the, um, sorry, my phone is ringing, what the um, recommendation is. And I always tell my clients not to get too upset or too excited if you get a bad recommendation or if you get a really good recommendation. And the reason for that is because this is not binding. It's not binding on any of you. You don't have to accept the recommendation. Um, you should consider the recommendation because it is neutral and it's from people that haven't been doing your case for months and months and months. And maybe they see something with a set of fresh eyes that the rest of us don't see anymore because we've been so entrenched in it. But again, you know, sometimes I... I don't know if this is a very popular thing to say, but sometimes the panelists are a little better than other times, and sometimes they put a little more time into it, and they're able to really give you a very thoughtful response, and sometimes they're not. So that's also the other reason that I tell people not to get very upset or very happy if you know, they hear the recommendation and it's either really, really good or it's really, really bad, because at the end of the day, you don't have to accept it, and if you don't settle that day, so basically if you don't accept the recommendation that is made, and I think rarely that happens, but you at least hear it and it becomes part of your working knowledge as you move forward to try to settle your case, but you don't have to accept it. And the other thing that's important about ESP is that it's really kind of like mediation in the sense that the judge doesn't know what's going on at ESP. The judge will not see your ESP memo. The judge will not know what was recommended by the panel. The judge gets no information about it. It's, it's like mediation in that sense. So you should feel comfortable saying what you need to say, making whatever offer you want to make at that point in time because you won't be bound by it later. Strategically, though, you... you would probably want to make an offer that's pretty close to what you're willing to settle for. You're not going to lowball your offer. I, at least that's what I recommend. I know that there are a lot of attorneys do that. They show up at ESP and they've got the absolute most ridiculous settlement proposal. And in my opinion, that I think that makes ESP a complete and total waste of time. And you do have to go. You have to take time off work. You have to take time out of your life to go to this. You're paying an attorney to go to this. And you want to get the most out of it that you can. So for that reason, I say make a reasonable settlement offer. If you know that X, Y, and Z is what you would settle for and you would feel comfortable with that, then make that offer. 
Um, because when you show up with an offer that's just completely far off from what we all know is probably in the neighborhood of where the settlement should be, it just really ends up being a waste of time. It's almost like not a settlement offer at all. So if you don't settle at ESP, that day you will be required to pick a mediator and you'll go to what's called post-economic, uh, post-ESP economic mediation. And you are required to go to that. If you, um, if you go, um, it's generally scheduled about 30 days or so after you go to ESP. And you're required that day to pick the mediator, which you'll do with the help of your attorneys, and call the attorney's office to schedule a date to get a date and time to put it in an order that will be entered that day that you're at ESP. So you can't just leave and say, oh, yeah, fine, we'll do it later. You have to actually schedule it. And what is helpful about economic mediation is that you get the first two hours free. So usually you're, the attorney that's doing the mediation will have reviewed documents for about an hour before you get there. So you've already used one free hour and then you get one free hour when you get there. So I know a lot of people think that when they go to mediation, this is a waste of time. We're not going to settle. I would just ask you to, to go to mediation with an open mind, regardless of how long you've been doing this, how unreasonable you think your spouse is, because the fact is most cases settle and most cases settle at mediation. And you might not settle that day, but you may settle. Maybe you have to go to a second mediation session. But most cases do settle, and a lot of them settle at mediation. So please go with an open mind. So that is ESP. And I hope that was helpful information. If you have any questions or we can be of any further assistance to you, please call us at New Jersey Divorce Solutions at 732-529-6937. And you can also find us at centraljerseyfamilylaw.com and read our blog about many other topics like this one.